to the riches cause it's all about the paper now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey let the music ease your soul grab a spliff and start burning uh relax with us and take a trip to the heavens and come and spend a day in the 757 what up everybody it's your boys the alcacui also known as gavzilla I'm also known as the DHC, but we'll get into that later. What's going on, Alcaquay? What we got this week, Holmes? Shit, I want to. There's a couple things I want to pick up from uh, last week, bro. What about the the Anthony Gambini friendship charm? What the fuck is that about? Oh, you know what? Yeah, we got into that, but we had to cut it out because we had fucking um, some audio issues going on. But the audio Gambini rich buddy band that he had with this dude that. Dude, I'm gonna go just fucking just right off the bat. That was the the weirdest shit I've ever heard of, as far as a couple of dudes having um like what you know. I made the reference last week, but um it means nothing to anybody listening, only to you. But um I remember on an episode of Saved by the Bell, they had buddy bands with which were initial. You know, they were just they were freaking friendship bracelets. But I I can't. I mean, it was a TV show. It was kind of corny. Whatever. Whatever. But um, I couldn't imagine being like, hey, El Kukui, um, we're homies, man, you know, L- let's both get fucking buddy bands. Let's get some friendship bracelets, you know, like that. To Tell me if I'm wrong, bro. That is one step away from getting his name tatted on you, bro. I know under your eye right here. So the whole world could see it. Gambini, you know? bro. Gambini, <laughs> you know, Rich Gambini. I'm surprised Rich didn't take that name when he went into... Um, you know, because people have, like, their stage names and shit, right? I'm surprised yeah. Rich wasn't, like, Rich Gambini, you know? Richie the Bull Gambini. Oh, you know? shit. That's a, hey, that's his mobster name. You know, he was, like, Mar- Marino. Was, it was Richie the Bull Marino or some shit, right, at one point? I think so, yeah. So, yeah, Richie the Bull Gambini, that is some shit. No, that, Doug, I thought that was, like, the weakest shit of all time. And um, I don't remember right off the bat. I don't remember the story very clearly, but... um. He had said he brought it up to that Anthony dude, right? And, uh-huh. he, you know, I, I kind of feel like Rich had it in his pocket whenever he was, like, talking to this dude. And if it was in person, I feel like Rich just wanted to be like, oh, Anthony, you remember those bracelets? And then he's like, yeah. And then just fucking pull it out like, I still have mine, you know? And, and I just... <laughs> hey, did he do it? Did he do it at a Mets game and get on the Jumbotron? I know. You know, they had the kiss cam, and then they had the friendship cam, and they were both like this, showing their bracelets. They were like, oh. And the buddy bracelet, bro. Now, I just, you know what? I, I'll say this. Okay, he did it. I mean, that's Mr., you know, couch virginity himself, Mr. Ikea mug, Mr. 30-year-old before I had a PB&J. I mean, it goes right along with Rich Davis. And, and to be honest, out of him, I wouldn't expect anything less. However... I will say that, and there's no, you know, let me be clear. I'm not judging. To me, it's just a little different, and that's just not how people I grew up. up. Yeah. Yeah, no. But I hope they're still friends. Yeah. Yeah. That It's funny. I mean, it's cool, and it's cool to have, like, you know, a couple of friends like that from back in the day that, um, that it's, it's, I mean, we joke, like, oh, if I give El Kukui one, yeah, we joke about that. And, and I understand, like, they were probably kids and shit, but it's still funny as fuck because even when I was a kid, dog, I mean, and I was into some corny shit, and fucking, I was still like, oh, there's corny shit, and then there's some shit that's, like, hovering on, like, um, you know, just 
I mean, I, I don't, whatever. I don't want to get canceled. We can't really get canceled, but you know, I'm just going to say there's some shit that's hovering on some, some, um, lines that you don't want to be hovering on. I'll just say that much. Hey, I got, I got a buddy over here right now, bro. And we've been buddies since about 1992. So what's that? 30 years. I'll go ahead and date myself. He's been my buddy for 30 years. We mm. never exchanged buddy bands. I'm just yeah. saying, but we're, we're, but we're still buddies. So again, my thing is, is, uh, um, since they did exchange buddy brands and buddy base bracelets or whatever in the fuck they did, I at least hope they're still friends. I, I mean, are they at least Facebook friends at this point? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I mean, I'm sure they are because think about it. Think about rich in like his, um, his Facebook. He's got like his old principal and shit like that on his Facebook. He's got like little league coaches on his Facebook. So if you're going to tell me that really? he doesn't, yeah, he does. So if you're going to tell me he doesn't have the fucking dude who he had a buddy band with, you know, or a friendship bracelet with that, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to buy it. So, you know, I, hey, no, if, he, I can if he's not he on there, that means, that just means they broke up. <laughs> they <laughs> much had to block them. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's crazy, you know, that when you think about that, like when you've had a friend that long or, um. You know, like there's usually something like dramatic that kind of will keep you guys from fucking like not being homies or whatever, because you've been through so fucking much like you and your homie that you said you've been friends for fucking 30 years at this point, dog, it would take like him fucking putting his dick in your mouth while you were asleep for you guys to not be fucking friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it would take no. something fucking extreme for you to be like, nah, dog, you fucking that. That ain't cool. Like this, I'm fucking good. I'm going to go on my own, you know? Um, and but, probably, and obviously, if you've been friends that long, fucking nothing extreme is going to happen, or it would have happened within fucking a quarter century. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's that's yeah. probably why you're still friends because fucking no one's shady. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, um, I'm going to kind of change subjects real quick, but it just it cracked me up right now. As I was talking to you, I thought of something that you know. Last week, I was in Tucson visiting my homie, and um, it was fucking funny because. I had told him, I'm like, hey, I'm going to um, start recording right now. I was like, you can jump on if you want, whatever. I had a microphone set up for him, which, you know, I didn't realize until after I recorded that the fucking microphone wasn't on. Um, oh, so shit. Oh, it that, wasn't. No, it, it was kind of soft. And I was like, I, did, I didn't know. I, I should have said something. Oh, and you know what? Um, he told me he was like, yeah, he was like, when I was talking, he goes, it kind of looked like El Kukui couldn't hear me at, at, you know, some points. And I go, after I thought about it, I was like. It's probably because he he you were getting the audio from my microphone over here, so you were barely getting it. Um, and it was funny because when um, I had what I planned to do was if he came to sit on the couch and record with me, I was gonna um, turn on his mic. I was just gonna hit the little button and turn on his mic. He sat down. I forgot to turn on the mic, and I was like, oh fuck and um so he had told me he was like yeah i didn't i don't think el Kukui really was able to hear me some of the time and i was like fuck that was why but um it was that's all right because, shout, shout out Luis. yeah uh yeah dog he told me that you were fucking cool as fuck and he was like he told me he was like he's like that dude he was like he's like first of all he's like i would never believe that he wasn't like a fucking latino or something because he just said that you had that kind of vibe to you and then he was like he was down as fuck do you need to grab something? No, you're good, bro. You're good. Oh, okay. Now, um, he, he told me he was like, El Kukui is down as fuck. He was like, it was just easy as fuck. He could tell like you were like a genuine dude and shit, you know? And I was like, that's why we fucking vibed right away is that 
there there's people that I've had that we have had on the show that um you know where we were kind of like oh, I I don't know if I'd really chill with that dude or whatever but right off right, the bat right. we fucking we hit it off where we're like oh fuck yeah I felt like Tim I in Arizona <laughs> Tim in Arizona <laughs> oh did I, I uh, I did say uh, that, and Tim, he, and Tim, you know what, Tim, and we we're, we're the show of redemption, Tim. So I mean, if you want to go and get a better cell phone service provider and call us back, <laughs> uh, redeem yourself, Tim, redeem yourself. But uh, uh, you didn't sound like my kind of uh, kind of buddy, bro. But I'm sure I can still drink a beer with you. But um, you know, yeah. probably wouldn't hang out much more than that. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, whatever. Um, but no, it was funny because what he had told me, what Luis had told me was. Cause he was in the other room when I started recording. I told him, Hey, I'm going to start recording or whatever. Um, and I was like, jump on if you want to, it's all good, whatever. And he was like, all right, cool. And then I was like, um, Hey, welcome. Blah, 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 blah. Did my little spiel in the beginning. Right. And <laughs> afterward he told me he, cause we were talking about how you got to be very conscious of what you're saying when you're recording, because like, you know, there's, you know, it, at this point, it's a little subconscious for us because we've been doing it for like a minute, like a couple of years now. So there's things where like, as you're telling a story, you're like, I'm going to leave this name out or I'm going to say, you know, a homie rather than saying their actual name or whatever. Right. right. And it was funny because he was telling me how he, he did the same thing right away. And you guys weren't even really talking about nothing. Right. But he said like you, you automatically kind of like start to think about what you're saying. And he was like, damn, he's like, it's a trip. He was telling me that's how, you know, Covino and Rich are like, like super professional because they do this shit fucking off the cuff, you know, just as far as like they hit record and they go. So right. they're fucking, it's broadcasting to the fucking world. So he was like thinking like, that's how, you know, these motherfuckers are true professionals because there's, I mean, they have shit to lose. You know, we don't have nothing to lose. We could go live every day and nobody would give two fucks, but them they have they have careers and lives and fucking this is their fucking life so when they're going live fucking they have to be very conscious of what they're saying you know and For sure. um yeah but but it, it was just funny though because luis was like he told me he was like when you started recording he was like i felt like you like turned it on like you were like podcast daniel you know like and i was like i guess i mean i i guess because at the same time you don't want to be like Hey everybody, welcome to the show. You know, you want to have like enthusiasm. You want to make people excited to listen to you. You know? Yeah. You know. You know. My one liner that I've been stuck on is a uh, "Holy mother meatballs and holy mother nuggets." Uh, we, <laughs> or, hey, hey, we're, we're or gonna that get old him. man. Have, have you seen the old white guy? The fucking uh, he's a hardcore Democrat, bro, and he's on a uh, he's on TikTok, and and it's a uh, I think it's old X Pro or some shit, and he's always wearing this red hat that says WTF, and then he's always talking shit about Trump, and then the end he has this fucking laugh, bro, and he just goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> And I don't even care what his message is, bro. I don't care who he's talking shit about. I yeah. tune into his TikTok, bro, to hear the what the fuck. <laughs> but you know what, though? Um, that Holy Mother Nuggets kid with that fucking Mike 525. Doug, I, I, I really want that motherfucker to do an exclusive Cavino and Rich countdown, you know? He needs to, bro. I mean, shit. He needs to. He needs to. He needs to show them a little bit of love because, to be honest with you, um, that's how I found him. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. You know, and it's funny because I remember, I don't know, somebody hit him up um, and mentioned Covino and Rich. And he was like, he read it and he was like, Covina, Covino, Covina and Rich. 
bitch. And he was like, I, I don't know who the fuck that is, you know? And, um, and it's funny as fuck because, like, like, Kavino and Rich actually mentioned it where they were like, it's a trip that this motherfucker is getting, like, daily shout-outs, fucking daily shout-outs on a fucking international fucking radio show. And he, he's fucking in their intro with holy mother nuggets, you know? Oh, yeah. And this motherfucker could give two shits about any of it, you know? And I'm like, he, I mean, part of it is he's fucking stupid because if he was smart and somebody mentioned like, hey, these dudes are fucking always mentioning you on their show or whatever. Right. If you, if he was thinking long term and smart, he would be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to hit these dudes up and I'm going to fucking do a custom countdown for them. You don't think Kavino and Rich would fucking cream their pants for that shit and be like, Fuck yeah, they'd be playing that shit. Like if he's like top three hosts of Covino and Witch, you know, like all right, guys, number three, we have Spotty. He got buff and has muscles now, but we still know that he will be the guy wearing the Kmart sneakers. And you coming know? in at number one, we got <laughs> Lucky Charms. They are sweet and they got marshmallows too. <laughs> I could do that shit all day. Coming in at number three, we have Nikes. <laughs> Nikes are cool and classic. <laughs> and coming in at number one, we got white bitches. Those are the girls that I refuse to date. But oh, yeah, that kid's I, I so fucking, fucking funny, bro. Yeah, it's fucking like I don't know if his fucking um fucking um little like it, his little accent you know like his staten island fucking new york accent mixed with fucking his you know he can't say his r's and he's like coming it we have witch you know <laughs> witch davis like fuck everything about it is fucking adds to it to make it fucking gold it's fucking hilarious it's like Luis pointed out with you, bro, that once the mic came on, you, you turned into a different person. Bro, once he's about to, 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 to tell you what the number coming in at number one is, oh, bro, watch him. Coming in at number one! Like, he kicks his shit up to the next level, yeah. dude. It's fucking dope. It, you know, it is funny because if you ever listen to his shit, like, the people that haven't fucking caught him, Mike525, like, 84 or some shit. Or some shit. Mike525... This motherfucker has countdowns, and they are the funniest shit you'll ever see because he could do it of anything. Like, um, he'll do uh, the top five things to eat out of, you know? Yeah. I have number five. And it's funny because, like you said, he goes from being like, number five, we have bowls because you could put lots more stuff in it. And then, yeah, like, dude. when he goes to, like, four, he gets, like, a little more amped. Number four, we have Tupperware. With Tupperware, <laughs> you can take stuff with you and you can eat it at school. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like yeah, no, number yeah. three, number two, and then coming in at number one. He gets like all fucking M. We have the paper plate. Because when you're done, you throw it in the trash and you don't have to do dishes. You know, bro, he he fucking pumps it. And coming in at number one, he, he's just got <laughs> yeah, that. He fucking, oh, he, he gets fucking amped for that fucking, that number one where he's like, he's fucking ready to talk about it, you know. Top five artists of the 2000s. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, fuck that kid. That's I great. Good for him, that too. Kid. That yeah. fucker's still in high school, too, so hopefully he's making some, some fucking change off of this shit. 
Uh, you know what? Even fucking what would have been more important to me in high school rather than making changes, pulling bitches, you know? And, you know yeah, if, but, those go, you, but that goes hand in hand. Everyone that had change and then the nice ride, they did pull them. You know, it's funny because I'm like, I wonder, I wonder what's happening more for him. Is he getting more, more flow out of it or is he fucking... Um, I'm, I'm guessing it has to be the money because, like, was it the Luma, Luma kid or some shit that Kavino and Rich interviewed or something and they said, like... I'm oh, not yeah, sure. They, I forgot. They were like, I get, I, there was somebody that was viral. They had on their show, like, I think years before I even started listening. But they had somebody on their show and they were like, oh, yeah, I think it was Covino that was like, oh, so, like, do you get all the chicks now or whatever because of this video? And he was like, no, just say Oh, yeah, I think me. I do remember that one. You know, where, where it was just, like, all, like, disappointing and shit. And I'm like, man, I wanted him to be like, fuck, yeah, I'm pulling all the fucking dopest cheerleaders and fucking... I got you know. head on the ride over here right before yeah. the show started. <laughs> and she's going to blow me again once I get off Zoom. You know what it reminds me of when you say I got head on the on the road over here? Or I got... Road, I, fucking whatever you said, I'm fucking... <laughs> but it reminds me of um, 40-Year-Old Virgin where they talk about Steve Corral saying how he don't beat off. And Seth Rogen's like, he's like, he's like, you don't beat off? He was like, I've jacked it twice since I've been here. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking stupid. Lies, oh, bro. Lies. Uh, he's like, oh, fuck. That is one movie. That movie and Superbad are like, those are two movies I saw in theaters with, I think, actually, Luis and my friend Chris. For sure, we saw Superbad together. And, um... Fuck, those are two movies, dog, that they couldn't make today, but they are, they fucking stand up. They hold, you know, like, they hold up today. Cause you know, I what's remember- gonna, you know what's gonna happen, though, bro? Mm-hmm. Is we're gonna do another reversal. You watch. People are gonna get tired of this shit because nothing's gonna be funny no more. Everyone's gonna be so PC'd and censored that, you know, how Gary Vee says that uh, customer service is gonna make a way back in a major way? Mm hmm. I th- I think I think raunch fucking comedy and and just I don't know bro they 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 can't I mean I think certain things needed to be changed obviously because you can't intentionally hurt people's feelings but at some point they got to draw the line because you know again if you hurt someone's feelings and you genuinely didn't mean it that that doesn't make you a bad person bro especially with the opportunity to make it right and not do it again you know what I'm saying so they got to yeah. quit being so fucking PC'd about everything you know what um it might have been. It might have been a bigger podcast um, as far as, like, I would say bigger than ours, even though we're international. Right. You know, there, there's, there, well, I, heard, I heard something where... Bro, um, I heard somebody, they were listening to us on the International Space Station, bro. I, I, really? I don't know. Off of Elon Musk is uh, Starlink or whatever it is. What well, you got? You got anything you're trying to get into or what? Ah, uh, let me see. There is... Um... Oh, you know what? You know what I wanted to actually bring up that... That I don't fucking I don't get the appeal of this fucking um, actress like whatsoever, um, and it's funny because I I kind of feel like a hypocrite because she actually reminds me of like this girl that I was like in love with in high school and we dated for like two weeks right thought my okay. world thought, two weeks I, I, I thought you I bought thought her my, a ring already or what bro yeah Doug I was ready to fucking move in with her and, you went to Jared's. <laughs> dog i swear i was like i was like this is the one i fucking like you know and honestly we had been um i think it was like my senior year junior or senior year but we were like feeling each other since like sophomore year and i think you know i was just a bitch and never fucking made the move by the time i did it was like kind of like you know but um 
but anyway, this actress reminds me of her for some reason. Did you get, did you get the poncha? Nah, nah. I'll, I'll be I'll be real with that. I didn't. But um, <laughs> but <laughs> this actress reminds me of her, but I don't get the appeal. Um, for this actress, somebody. Do you know who Shailene Woodley is? Is that um, Travis Barker's ex? Uh, maybe. I don't know. No, no, no. You're thinking of Shayna Mokler. Shayna Mokler. Yeah. Shailene, okay. Shailene Woodley, I believe she's dating Aaron Rodgers. Or was dating oh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, Rogers. yeah. I know that is. Yeah. Doug, there's something about her where she's like, I feel like, I don't, I don't see the appeal. I don't see the, like, you know, like, there's chicks that are pretty. Uh-huh. There's chicks that are fucking hot. You know, right. where you're like, like, you know, like a girl will tell you like either like you're a family member or a friend, you know, a girl that's a friend of yours, you know, they'll be like, she's not very pretty. And you're like, yeah, she's not, but she's fucking hot. Right. There's some people that are fucking hot. There's something about them that sex appeal where they're fucking hot, even though they're not pretty her. I don't feel like she's either. I don't know what the appeal is. I don't know if she's just like a fucking good ass person where like you know where she fucking um where where people meet her and they dig her and they're like damn she's really cool but i don't i don't get what the appeal is um because i don't think she's very pretty or i don't think she's fucking hot i don't think she has like the sex appeal either so it just it trips me out when i see people like aaron Rodgers, where like yeah aaron Rodgers is no fucking like no fucking 10 but he's fucking aaron Rodgers, you know i just feel like he could be pulling bitches like left and right and he pulls like Shailene Woodley and I don't know to me I'm like yeah I, I know she's like fucking like a big actress or pretty famous actress but I just don't fucking get it I don't even even that I don't see as the like appeal to to Digger you know yeah no I, I'm I'm with you on that one uh that ain't that's not my style for sure I mean he's better off with fucking old ass J-Lo he, you know what I mean like it, it It'd get more attention. You're right. It's it's definitely not the uh, the splash hit. He's not making waves by getting with that chick. You know what I mean? And and wasn't he with Lindsey Vaughn or who was he with before that? Lindsey Vaughn. I don't remember. I don't, he was I don't, with some public figure, but she was she was she was all right. I'm not into white girls as we know on this show, but um, she was a better white girl than the one he's with now. The way, hey, did you hear that she was with? They were with uh, Miles Teller in fucking Hawaii this weekend, and um, at some point after Miles Teller fucking got punched in the face, I wonder if she did it, bro. You know what's fucking funny about that? You bring up Miles Teller. I didn't know who the fuck Miles Teller was until like midweek this past week, right? Because really? every time, every time they would say Miles Teller, I uh-huh. would picture the fucking pen and teller dudes oh. so every time i would hear teller i automatically thought of that dude so i was just like oh this it's this motherfucker you know i didn't know it was somebody fucking like he's hella young isn't he uh i think he's My, under 40 he's between 30 teller. and 40 probably yeah yeah no i pictured like a fucking 60 year old magician you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like, i was way off on that one doug i fucking yeah he almost looks like fucking um like not Taggart on Beverly Hills Cop, but what was that other fucking white cop? Remember it was it was Eddie Murphy and the two white cops that were fucking with them for a while and shit until they made friends. And there was a tall one, and the Taggart was the short, bald, fatter one. He looks like the tall one, bro. I forgot his name. <laughs> not the short, not the short, fatter one. Yeah. No, not 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 the fucking. Well, he was a dick I too. I'm only, I can't I'm only saying that because he was a dick. Yeah, I, I forgot. But that's Miles Teller, bro. That was his dad. Um. 
That was smile oh, you teller. Know, you know who fucking you know who Aaron Rodgers needs to get with? And I'm gonna shout out fucking Luis and his whole fucking family for this one. Fucking Carol B. Is it Carol B or Carol G? Carol G, dog, you gotta fucking I know you might be looking at pictures, but you gotta watch a couple of her videos. She fucking dog, she's fucking bad. And um yeah, no, nah, she she fucking Carol G, that's who Aaron Rodgers needs to get with. He needs to get with the fucking uh somebody with curves and shit who's fucking ooh. But he's a weirdo, bro. He's probably only getting with the people that'll fucking deal with his dumb ass because he fucking acts like a, a weenie. He yeah. acts like a straight weenie. He needs to quit his fucking pouting and fucking bickering. And I don't know, bro. Sports, I, I get it. I'm all for fucking. I'm all for uh, leverage and controlling your debt. Your your you know your your fucking uh, fate and destiny. But at the end of the day, too, you know what happened to being a man and honoring your word? When you sign a contract, you sign a fucking contract. And playing these guys, you know, and if you're being mistreated or harassed, that's one thing. But throwing a fit over stupid shit, it's like, I don't know, man. He And he you know does what? it often. I think, you know, uh, I, you know, I hate to talk about fucking, um, about Aaron Rodgers. Because, like, growing up, I was, like, a huge Packers fan. And even now, like, I'm not, like, a huge Packers fan. But, but I still fucking, there's just a part of me that can't ever let go of that, you know. Because that was fucking... They were my team for so fucking long, and I just kind of fell off of football for a minute. Um, but it reminds me a lot about, like, fucking LeBron. LeBron's a fucking bitch, dog. Like, he is, bro. Like, he fucking, oh, my goodness, he he's a fucking bitch. Like, when it comes to, like, complaining and shit, and when it comes to, like, like you were talking about breaking a contract and shit, when it comes to, like, either the fucking organization or the individual trying to pull out of a contract, like, right. you know what, fucking, you know, tough noogies, you know, you fucking, you signed this shit and you fucking both agreed upon it, right? Now fucking you're trying to opt out of it for whatever reason. Well, look at it like this, bro. I, I, I believe, and I could be wrong. Um, I believe the housing market is going to crash at some point in the next five years. Okay. Um, and so let's say right now you're at the peak of the market where it's actually a seller's market because like, you know, you're falling rich and they're getting overbids on the home. People are willing to take it without even repairing the work. Like that is not a normal situation. In most situations, you know, you go into your purchase and you have a home inspection done. They address what needs to be fixed. Um, and, and in a buyer's market, you can get the seller to fix everything in a neutral market. Usually you guys will agree and meet somewhere in the middle. And right now in a seller's market, obviously the buyer is going to probably pay for everything or they're going to sell to someone who is willing to do so. But with that being said, let's say you buy a house next month for 350 and the Kakui is right. And in fucking three years, the market crashes. And now that house is only worth 200,000. You signed a contract. You can't go to the bank and fucking make threats and demands and, 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 and funny shit. Just say, you know what? When I pay, when I bought it, it was 350, but now it's only worth 200. So mm -hmm. fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, and when you, and when you are signing with the sports team, a lot, a lot of the argument is, is that, well, the teams won't give a fuck about these players. And when they're done, they're done, and they cut them and throw them away. That's true. Mm -hmm. uh, however, if you have a good agent that writes you a good contract with guaranteed you know, length of time and, and, and a financial guarantee, you're set. It's all about the contract. So, you know, just like in, with running backs and wide receivers, the market has went up and down. You know, for, for a while, they were overpaid. Now a lot of people feel like they're underpaid. But you have to honor the contract that you sign. 
or do what LeBron did and KD does and sign these one or two year contracts. So you have your own with a player option out. So you have your own flexibility. But mm-hmm. if, if you didn't have the right agent or you sign some shit that you, you know, you think about it like this. And I used to invest in properties and I would always pay for extra tests on those properties because my thought process was if I'm going to spend 30, 40, 50,000 buying a, a bare piece of land, I'll spend the two, three, four, five grand to make sure I'm not getting burned. Right. Mm-hmm. Because not only when are you covering your ass to make sure that what you're buying is correct, you also make it easier to sell because instead of making the next buyer do it, you've already got it on record. So yeah. if you're going to sign a hundred million dollar contract, two hundred million dollar contract, fucking spend the money to do the homework to make sure that someone gets you a good one. There's a saying, bro, and I learned this a long time ago. If you get into an argument with someone, and let's just say someone calls you a motherfucker, but what you call them back in return is two times worse, no one's even going to remember they called you a motherfucker to begin with. And what Aaron Rodgers has to realize, like, let's say someone calls you a motherfucker, and then you punch him in the face. Now the focus is on you punching him in the face. No one even cares what they did to start it. So this dumb motherfucker's having MVP seasons. And then he's making himself look like a fucking ass clown at the end of the year by getting put in the news for all the wrong reasons. It's like, bro, you're trying to go out a legend. You will go out a legend. Just stop with the fuckery already, right? Just go back to fucking not making headlines for the wrong reason, you little bitch. Just shut the fuck up. And and I'm not a Packer fan, bro. The only thing I pack is bowls and my glass bong. But, uh, you know, I don't hate the Packers, bro. I mean, I don't. But he's got to cut the fuckery out. That just it is what it is. The only thing I pack is a big ass chorizo in my pants on, but that, that's all. Oh, I got that one me. too. But that's yep. me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, gotcha. No, I'm Italiano, bro. There, there was something. There was something I was gonna say. You know. Um, oh, there, there we go. Because you were talking about um, like real estate, right? And on a piece of land or whatever, right? Well, right. What do you think? And I'm not trying to fucking bag on anybody. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to get a fucking. I feel like it's a little bit shady. To um, say you're selling a house, right? Okay. And I know you got to look out for yourself. I know your yourself is number one, right? But if you're fucking um, selling a house and say it leaks because there was some kind of like thunderstorm or whatever, right? And it, it was raining and shit. And your and wall you, puffed out a little bit? And your wall, you, let's just say your fucking wall puff, puff, puffed out a little bit. And you fucking fix that wall before you, you know, you rip that shit out, throw a new piece of drywall on that bitch, tape it, texture it, paint it, bada bing, bada boom, looks pristine. You think it's a little bit shady to not fucking like even attempt to like disclose it or fix the, and, and, and my, I mean, I mean, I, and, and this hypothetical person's defense, they may have disclosed it, but I feel like. I don't I don't know if they did. I cuz I kind of feel like in this hypothetical situation, I feel like I heard the person say, "Well, that's their problem. You know, when they get it, it's as is. That's their problem." But let me ask you, you this, is is this person um their favorite treat to make a dandy and their favorite thing in the hot world uh, the whole world is a hot dude or a um, cool dude, a cold dude, <laughs> a large dude. I bet just dude, right? They they love dudes. That's all I'm gonna say. And but I do you think? I mean, I think <laughs> if, if <laughs> I think if they disclosed it, told the people, hey. But at the same time, it's kind of like, at the, I see where they're coming from because yeah, you look out for yourself, right? But at the same time, if if there's a leak in a roof, 
and it's going to be a fucking five ten thousand dollar job or whatever like coming into your new house you're like fuck man right off the bat like i i don't know i just feel like i feel like covino would be the person that bought that house and right off the bat have to fix the fucking roof and be like damn i just bought this fucking house and one fucking one rainy day and now i my fucking my drywall is puffed out you know my fucking balcony's leaking exactly balcony's leaking the fucking um you know your fucking son of a bike bitch. covers yeah, that and sucks too and like yeah i just feel like i feel like people like Covino that seem to have these headache headaches going into situations or whatever is because somebody kind of fucked them the previous person kind of fucked them to you know and i feel like Covino's been on the ass end of a lot of fucked up situations and like you know rich and spot will be like oh well well you you bring a lot of this upon yourself but you know what i feel like he's been coming into a lot of situations where people fucked him before he even had a chance you know and i just feel like if you're gonna sell a house like that and you don't even disclose it it's a little bit shady i think well number one that's what they have when you buy a house it's called disclosures and i i would like to tell that person uh hopefully they're listening to the show that um if you hire a contractor and that contractor's using a program, software, something to write your estimate. And there are traces of it, okay? And after the work has been done and they complete escrow, you know, the title's handed over, new buyer, get, or new buyer gets in the home. If at some point they figure out what happened, they can go back and make you reimburse it anyways because there's proof that you should have disclosed it. That's something that you don't keep secret. You have a major repair done on a home while it's in escrow. You absolutely have to disclose it. However, with that being said, it goes back to earlier in the conversation where if you're going to spend $295,000 on a house, pay a home inspector a thousand bucks to find that stuff because somewhere that, that leak, that, that, leak that, that leak had to start somewhere. So maybe they get on the roof. Maybe it's a compromised window seal. Um, there's a lot of places. I mean, there should be, if it leaked like that, most city water has calcium, right? So there should be some type of trace unless it's to like just from a pipe, maybe in the attic. But if it was anywhere from the top, you should see trace, whether it's on the ceiling or something, you should be able to tell something. And so it's important to get your home inspections um my opinion on it is if that's what you want to do that's what you, you know i don't judge on that i'm sure there's things i do in my life where people would say you know what i probably wouldn't do what he's doing i'm gonna do it this way so i, I pass no judgment um for my own personal opinion i don't do those type of things because i feel like I get over on them for a thousand dollar repair. When I buy my house in the first two years, it's going to be a ten or a twenty thousand dollar repair because that's just the way karma works. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know. Like, although I although I did pull a shady one today, bro, and I I can go ahead and fess up online. I haven't really told anybody that yet. I did pull a shady one. Speak. That's my advice. I'm gonna go against it and look like a hypocrite because I just do the same cat as I do. Oh, bro, I just I just got Comcast for ninety one bucks because they tried to get me. So. Uh, I, uh, anyways, you know, you know, I got a new job and whatnot. I'll probably be relocating here to, uh, to Southern California in a, in a couple of months. So my house, I got, I killed the internet. I mean, I'm already packed. I'm out of there. 
And uh, so I killed the internet. Well, Comcast snuck a sneaky one on me, and they had talked me into upgrading to the newest router. Shit was like blazing fast, bro. 700 MPBSs or whatever the fuck. It, it was it's badass. Well, all this just happened. You know what I mean? So uh, cancel my service. No one mentioned this to me on the phone call when I canceled my service. I took the router back. No one said nothing. All of a sudden, I got a little billy bill right now saying that they were trying to hit me for a $100 termination fee. When they never told me I was even under contract. Yeah. So I called these bastards up and said, hey, can you check my uh, records all the way back to 2012? I said, I ain't never been late. I said, I'm not, I don't want to pay your fee, right? And so they're just giving me shit about it. And, and I used to do customer service. Uh, you know, I was a supervisor for that healthcare company. So I had to deal with pissed off customers, right? So I know those calls are being recorded. And um, anyways, they wouldn't budge, bro. So I called and I, I called back and I said, let me speak to a supervisor. And I told him that uh, because of the pandemic, I was financially affected and I had to cancel my service and um, and that uh, I needed them for because I suffered a financial hardship. I needed them to get rid of that damn payment. And uh, they still said no. Right. And so but the lady had an accent. And again, I used to be a supervisor for a customer service um, call center and none of us worked in the same building. We were all remote. So if you wanted an escalation for a supervisor, we use what Google Slack and basically we would slack it and put it in the group chat saying, Hey, I got a customer upset, wants to speak to a to a supervisor. And then they would respond and then through, you know, the 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 phone app that we used, we would transfer the call. Talk desk. Through talk desk we would we would transfer the call. So anyways, I put two and two together. I said, ma'am, are you are you do you work here in, in the United States? And she said no. I go, oh, okay. I go, um, your supervisor, are they in the same room or are you guys not in the same location? Because I've been on the phone for an hour and a half right now waiting. And uh, she goes, no, he's not, they're not here either. I said, so let me get this straight. Comcast is going to outsource jobs, which I'm cool with. I don't judge it. Do what you got to do as a business to make your money. But they're going to do that to be more profitable. But they, they want to not let my early termination fee go that I didn't even know existed, even though I su suffered financial hardship. I said, that doesn't sound like a moral thing to do. I said, these calls are being recorded, right? Well, hopefully they can use this for a, for a training and a coaching counseling, uh, you know, um, lesson later on because it's pretty jacked up. You guys are outsourcing work. I said, COVID-19, it's a global pandemic and I've suffered hardship. Right. I said, I, I need you guys to waive that fee. And they hour and a half later, bro, they did it. But I don't know, bro. What's your opinion? Was I wrong for doing that or what? No. No, I, I don't think you were. Okay, and this is why, and I'm not just saying this because you're a fucking homie. When it comes to, like, um, a corporation like that and shit, dog, for them to fucking not want to comp a $100 fucking, dog, even if your termination fee was 200 bucks, come on now, a hundred fucking $200 fucking comp for this fucking multi-million dollar, if not billion dollar company, come on now. That's different than I feel like trying to pull one over on fucking, um, you know, you're selling your car and you know that the fucking engine's about to get out in fucking, in, you know, 5,000 miles and you're selling it to a family that has scraped all their fucking money together and they just need to get their kids to school. I feel like that's completely different, you know? Well, now that I fessed up, my advice to our friend of the show would just be don't screw yourself. You're already making a shitload of profit. I would disclose it. And if they ask you to pay for it, ask them to maybe meet you in the middle. And then that way you cover your ass, bro. That's, that's You know what? One of the, my best supervisors when I was in the grocery store, he always said, cover your ass. And that would be my advice. And if Comcast hears this and you want to come get your 91 bucks, fuck, give me a call. <laughs> uh, you got yeah. my number. You know, um, 
No, and you know what though? I I kind of like now that you had mentioned about well, you know, you get you get an inspector and shit before you even fucking you know buy it and make the make the purchase. You know what? I fucking I mean, okay. Now I kind of feel like well, fuck it. Well, if if these people didn't do their due diligence and fucking got themselves a fucking inspector, well, like you said, they're gonna spend. You know, Rich had said I think he or this person had bought it for like 200 250 or something they're going to sell it for close to a 100 grand profit. Right. You're going to fucking buy something for 325 grand and you don't fucking spend like you said a couple extra grand to get fucking inspector and shit and fucking like you said things that are going to be noticeable like the fucking like the build up and shit like that. Then I mean it's kind of on you at that point too, you know? So I see it both ways. I, I agree with you on that. I just would hate for like maybe a young couple that, you know, don't have any adult. Maybe their parents are on drugs or their dad or mom's not in their life. And maybe they just don't have anybody because there's a lot of people that, that I grew up with um, that'll still hit me up for advice on stuff like that because they don't maybe trust the father figure or the adult male in their life. So I would hate for it to be a couple that just doesn't know any better. You know what I mean? And then fucking yeah. Dicky Doodle Dandy and or oh Dan Doodle Dandy. How about we just sorry, Dicky. Maybe you can edit those out. But uh but instead, dude, if you like you just said though, he's making a hundred grand. Fuck, bro, what's ninety-five? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, not only are you getting rid of the payment, you're you you're cashing out on a great investment. And so the, in that situation, I would say don't be cheap. Yeah. Yeah, because I think um, because because here's the thing. Again, if they find it later down the, the road, they've got proof because you hired a contractor to fix it. There's a record. That contractor's not going to save your ass over that fucking four hundred dollar repair or whatever the fuck you paid them. If they get yeah. subpoenaed in court, they're going to throw you under the bus quicker than shit. And so I think when you're making that much money, and it's all profit, and it's definitely not coming out of your checking account. It's it's still money you're paying. It's still your money. But I think that. In this situation, I probably would cover my ass and fix it and um, or or disclose it. Maybe just disclose it. Say, hey, you know what? I just want to give you a heads up during the last thunderstorm. Uh, we noticed a little leak. We repaired it. But, um, you know, maybe disclose it. Maybe maybe fix it. I don't know. I think I think in that situation I would fix it. But I'm not saying that with judgment. I would understand mm -hmm. if if that person didn't. Yeah, no, honestly, after you kind of, after you mentioned the inspector and shit like that, I was like, you know what, well, I'm kind of, I'm kind of more towards the middle now. Now I'm kind of like, you know, because at first I was thinking like, hey, this is fucked up, you know? And now, I mean, I still think it's fucked up, but I think it's still a little less fucked up. I mean, while well, fucking, you're going to spend, like you mentioned, that kind of money, well, you know, and it will suck if it's a fucking, like a young family or whatever, but, but, um, I don't know, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like Rich and Sarah would um, have the decency to like be like, if it is a younger couple or whatever, you know, I'm pretty sure right. I know who, who's buying it. You know, they're kind of like, so, so I'm not, I'm not even tripping as much as I was before. But check it out though, dude. Here's the, here's the thing too, that I just thought of when you order that inspection, that doesn't get tacked into your loan. That comes mm -hmm. in the real estate purchasing, pro purchasing process, like the appraisal. That doesn't go on your loan. You pay for that as a young buyer. So I think appraisals right now are five or six hundred bucks out here in California. You make an offer on a house. The bank requires you to get an appraisal. That they all require that. All banks require you get an appraisal. So that that doesn't come out of the loan or get tacked onto your loan once it closes. That's a part of the process you got to pay up front. And, and the home inspection. Uh, maybe there's programs out there. Maybe there's certain banks that offer programs. But in the three times that I bought home. 
comes, um, though that comes out of your pocket before escrow closes. So whatever mm. down payment you had, you know, that's separate from the, the test that you order during the process. Cause the test, you know, basically determine if you follow through with the purchase or not. You know what I mean? You do, you do a home inspection and they find out there's termites, you can back out. And so every time I've ever made an offer myself on a house is contingent, you know, hey, here's my offer um, for your home, contingent on it passing an appraisal, you know what I'm saying? It passing a home inspection and then all the, the things that the title company does with make sure there's no liens and back taxes and shit like that. But there's always going to be contingencies in the loan and the testing process, like, the shitty part is, is if he, if that person's not disclosing it, um, you know, they, they should be paying for the test anyways. Home inspections are like, I don't know, depending on the country, the part of the country you're in, a thousand to maybe five thousand bucks, depending on the one you get. But you got to pay for that up front. And, you know, if you don't, my theory is this, if you don't have the money to pay for the home inspection because you didn't have that extra thousand bucks set aside, you probably shouldn't be buying the home. Uh, yeah, fair point. You know fair what I point. mean? Because fair that's like enough. one... That's like one month mortgage. And if yeah. you ain't got an extra month of mortgage to fucking make sure that you're not buying a piece of shit house, then you're not ready. You know what? Um, I want to give Rich actually some props because this week he had some fucking zingers, bro. I'm telling he you. He did. He, he had – Rich was fucking – I don't know. He must have been eating his fucking Wheaties this week because this motherfucker was on point with his Babe Ruth number three. Oh, bro, that was dope. Come on, he was, hey, he was saying his prayers and eating his vitamins. That was fuck. That that was fucking dope. That was, um, <laughs> you know, where he did attempt one. I feel like he was feeling himself a little bit, and I felt like it fell a little flat because I, felt I like got that in my notes, bro. I, let's see if you're talking about what I got. Look at, uh, I got one something was, in my notes. The one that was too forced. Was, is it the blowout? No, no. Okay, when he had mentioned, um. I haven't seen a blowout like this since Pauly D in season two of Jersey Shore. I felt like that was a little calculated. You know, I feel like the I feel like that one he might have actually wrote down and to say it. But I feel like the number three from from Babe Ruth. I feel like that shit was fucking just off the cuff and it was fucking hilarious. Hey, I don't care what he's doing. I like this part of Rich Davis, and I haven't seen this guy in a while. And so wherever he was hiding, however they got his ass back, I'm glad he's here because, uh, yeah. you know, this is the, the show that talks the most shit about Rich, even though we love him. Um, I wouldn't mind at all if we we we, ch we cut down on that. It, it, to me, it makes better show. A number three? I think I took a number three shortly after they said this shit. That was fucking I, great. No lie. I dropped that last night at my mom's house. We got together to fucking watch the Lakers game and shit um fucking r.i.p to their season but fucking you know i was like i'll be back i'm gonna go drop a number three and fucking i, I was like a babe ruth i was i was gonna go drop a babe ruth bro no, I, dro I dropped check this out bro this fucking i dropped me a bambino this morning bro so like yesterday fucking you know i work out of town and you know our job provides a living arrangement so we i got roommates and this fucker used to be a captain on a boat anyways he got there the night before I did, and he made some seafood fucking soup, right? This son of a bitch, I get in there, he goes, hey, I'm warming you up some leftover seafood soup. I'm like, all right, what do you say? You can't, you know, especially like if you go to Latino houses, you can't turn down food, right? Yeah. We've you ever been around, or, or some, you know, my brothers, you don't turn down mama's cooking. You just don't. You I had I had this exact conversation yesterday with a coworker saying that, you know, when you're, you're not even done yet and your parents are serving you more, and if you fucking, if you turn it down, it's because you didn't fucking like it. 
Even though you can't, you've eaten, you can't during you, the turn down the first one. Yeah, even though you've eaten fucking um, no, even for me, fucking even seconds, fucking I'm like trying to finish whatever the fuck my tamales or whatever, and there's already more on my plate. Like, no, well, that's what I'm saying. It, you can't turn down the you know, but you can't turn down the first extra helping. After oh, that, you're like, hey mom, helping, I'm full. Yeah. Hey mom, I'm I can't. I'm full, mom. That was that was great, but I'm full. But you have to take the first extra helping for sure. Yeah. What? Because you didn't like it. You don't want more. You don't want more because you didn't like it. You know. So like so you. So check it out. So this motherfucker, he makes me this seafood soup, right? He's like, you missed out. I'm going to warm it up. Bro. Bro. And him and Husky Nipple, and him and Husky Nipple, shout out Husky Nipple. Him and Husky Nipple are savage because one day I bought fucking pizza, and they left that shit out all night, bro. And they ate it the next day at work. No fucking refrigeration, nothing. They just sat out all night. Next day, him and Husky Nipple going for it, bro. Going for it, right? So... I already knew this about the cat, but I didn't think about it. So I get about halfway done with this fucking uh, seafood soup, right? He had mussels, clams, all kind of shit, rockfish, like total seafood, bro. And what happens if you don't cook seafood all the way? You get sicker than shit real quick and bad. That and chicken, bro, fuck you up quicker than shit. So I get halfway down with this fucking big-ass bowl, and he tells me that it had been – I said, hey, bro. No, I looked, and I looked in the fridge, and the motherfucker was full, right? And this pot, dude, was like – this big like he made some gumbo this motherfucker didn't refrigerate this shit last night he didn't i so i looked at him i said hey bro did you pull where'd you put the where'd you pull the 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 soup out of the fridge he goes oh i sat on the stove all night so bro i ate that shit right and then this lady i work with at work and shit she taught me vietnamese one word fucking bong bong that means bubbles that's all i know but she speaks no english but she's hella cool bro hella hella cool so she brings food yesterday Bong bong, that's bubbles, bro. Bubbles, and because uh, bubbles are bad with what, what we do at work and shit, bubbles are bad. No bong bong, you know, and that means no bubbles. Is it bong bong like bong bong? Like a bong. Okay, okay. the bong. Yeah, bong bong. Bong bong. Anyway, so she brings some food, and it's basically like, you know, those uh, spring rolls where they're clear and you can see the shit on the inside. Mm. This was like clear like that, and I couldn't tell what was on the inside, and it was wrapped in banana leaves, but it was hella good, and it tasted seafood ease. Like, I don't know what it was, but I – so I ate that fucking old fucking seafood chowder. I ate some of the fucking Bong Bong's fucking snacks, and then uh, and then we ate sushi, bro, and then yeah, the Bambino came out last night, bro. That is fucked. That, that's – dog, that's fucked up. Um, I was You know pissed. what? I, it's fucked because, dog, everybody knows, especially fucking seafood – you don't leave that shit out like that overnight. What the fuck is wrong with them? Bro, and I'm a grocery guy, so it's the 4140 rule. It's either got to be colder than 40 degrees or it's got to be heated up past 140, bro. You cannot leave shit out on the counter like that. Like that's a that's a OSHA violation, not OSHA, but um like a fucking food food sanitation violation. You can't do that, bro. And fucking anyways, and it was just a sign of respect. So at that point I was half deep. I was like, fuck, I'm just going to finish this shit. But I learned, bro, I'm not eating his food ever again. He didn't fuck that up. I don't care what was he that, says. Was that Husky Nipple you said? No, Husky Nipple didn't do it. But see, they they saw it work though because the, when they were eating that leftover pizza, I was like, damn, you guys are crazy and savage, bro. Like they were eating it like it was nothing, and it sat out all fucking night, bro. And uh, and I was telling him and in, in, in Husky Nips that uh, I was like, you guys are crazy for that. I said I used to work at a pizza parlor, and I never did no shit like that. But um, but yeah, they were grubbing it. And but they but but the dude knew that that uh, 
I'm not down for that. You know what I mean? But anyways, yeah. whatever. Long story short, I'm not eating his food no more. If he hears this, he shouldn't have tricked me. You know what's fucking funny is that I had Husky Nipple written down on my fucking notes because I had seen him on Instagram. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck this is. I don't know how he found us. But that is one unique ass fucking um, Instagram handle. Yeah, That's oh yeah, Husky Nipple. I, I, I didn't know who the He's fuck hella he cool, was. Bro. I just saw that shit and I was like, that is one unique ass fucking um, handle because you can have that shit across the board. You're not never going to find another Husky Nipple on Twitter, Twitter on fucking TikTok, on fucking the new shit that they've invented that we haven't even thought of. You already know. Doug, you could let that, sh- that new platform that we haven't even thought of yet, let it ride for right. like five years and you can just make an account then and Husky Nipple will be free. You know, you can go oh, ahead yeah. and make a fucking... A, a, an account with Husky Nipple on whatever platform because ain't nobody gonna have that shit. And you gotta and you gotta follow him, bro. He just went on vacation uh, last week. He got back this week, and bro, he went and seen some cool shit, and he was doing some fucking dancing and shit to some music. Yeah, Husky Nipple, bro. He he uh he's got a van and he put solar panels on it, and fucking they just went on an adventure for like fucking eight days, and uh, him and his lady. I'm trying to see if this is the dude. Let me let me look him up real quick. I'm trying to see if this is the dude that fucking um. Let me see. Um, where is he at? Husky nipple. I he just is. saw. Let me see. Maybe it was the last video. But no, I just saw something. Um, I think it was him that I had seen fucking like dancing and shit. Um, yeah, bro. Yeah, he was. And he looked like he was just generally having a good time, bro. Like I was like fucking right. His little mustache. That oh, bro, that's mustache. the stash. Hey, that's the, that, that's the bigotes, bro. That's the bigotes. You know, that's mustache this, in Spanish. Yeah. I, I gave him this, a nickname the other day. I said, hey, bro, I'm just going to call you Don Bigotes because he's got, bro, that's a porno stash. That is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I don't no, even think this, I can grow a stash like that, bro. Fuck no. I know I can't because, Doug, my shit. Um, oh, you know what? Speaking of facial hair, I fucking trimmed down the goatee because to encourage myself to lose weight because. The fucking longer my shit is, the fucking like longer my face looks. I trimmed the shit down. I look fat as fuck. I look fatter than last week, I'll tell you, or the last time we had a video. And so uh, I trimmed the shit down. So I was like, every time I look in a mirror or something, I'm like, ah, oh, don't eat fat ass, you know. But when I have the goatee, <laughs> when I have the goatee and it, as as big as I had it, it fucking covered up my whole double chin and shit. So. I'd look in the mirror and be like, damn, I'm sexy as fuck, you know? <laughs> and then, and then, you know, you trim it down and you're like, reality hits you like, oh, fuck, damn, I got some work to do, you know? And so I, I, I fucking, I, it, it broke my heart to shave that shit because that, that was my shit. But I trimmed it down to be like, fuck it, you got to encourage yourself to fucking stick with it and shit and, and yeah. get back on your eating and get to the gym more often and, you know? Yeah, and so, for sure. Um, but but fucking when I saw when I saw that shit dog that fucking that bigote that this motherfucker had, I was oh, like bro. that is that is fucking hilarious because it is thick as fuck, and he rocks the shit out of it too, and it looks like, like it, it fits I, I, him. It looks from from just going through his shit. It looks like he has a full head of hair too. This yeah, yeah, he's good. He's got a fucking ponytail and a big ass fucking mustache. Hey, you know what? And you know what's on top of that, bro? He's generally a cool ass dude, bro. He don't get yeah. his feathers ruffled. Oh yeah, bro. He's always smiling and shit. Gives hugs to everybody, bro. He's cool as shit, bro. He's a hella hella cool. I ain't seen him pissed off yet. Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. Not not just looking through his shit. You know what? Actually, I wanted to give him a couple more shout outs on um just 
fucking people like remember um jeremy cole remember j cole that we fucking it, it was his fucking birthday actually what's today june 4th so tomorrow if i'm not mistaken j um tom- um june 5th is jeremy cole's birthday so shout out to him a big zoom on the moon that's the homie and then little fucking jackson optimist i haven't fucking talked to green optimist in a minute i hope you fucking jackson everybody's doing well and then um shout out steve cavino and big steve oh you know what fucking i was listening to the um the free twitch friday and cavino mentioned something about he said people that don't get him or something and he was like daniel have your fist gets me right and then i was off fuck yeah that's my homie i was actually in the shower when he said that shit so it made me feel a little weird for Cavino to say my name while I was in the shower. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, as long as it didn't put a tingle in your dingle, it's all right. Oh no, it didn't. Believe me. Um, yeah, no, I made sure um, I slapped it around a couple times, see if it would move, and it didn't. So I was like, I'm good. And then, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we got to say what's up to Glenn Wiley as well, and Jew Dave. Jew Dave is another dude that I saw on Instagram that's fucking liking our shit and fucking just been a supporter of the after show, but later. And this dude, um, he has a picture with fucking the one and only fucking Mick Foley from the WWF and, um, fucking Mick Foley, mankind, cactus, Jack dude, love. I don't know who you know him as, but that's a fucking legend. So Jew Dave, that's fucking dope. I want to buddy. What about buddy love? Was he buddy love too? No, he was not buddy love. Oh, okay. Buddy Love, was he, was he, I love you. Oh, that was, but yeah, bro, Buddy Love. That was Buddy Love, okay. Um, you know what, though, actually, speaking of which, um, uh, speaking of and sh- Foley, sh- Shout out Funky Monkey, bro, shout out uh, Funky Monkey. You know what, I just talked to her, um, as actually we started recording, um, she fucking, I told her, we're gonna have to get her on the show next week, or, you know, or one of these weeks, we gotta get her on the show, because she said she's a little hesitant, because she's not real good at public speaking, but I was like, it, that's the thing is that we're not we're not we don't have a crowd we don't fucking just the way she bullshits and her smart ass comments and shit i know she would fucking just flow with us you know right so fuck funky funky monkey better she needs to get her nose together because we're gonna have her on soon don't be scared funky monkey come on crystal we know and you know what's fucking dope dog is that i don't know how and that's one of the things i want to ask her how the fuck did she find Cavino and rich because if I'm not mistaken, she found them like a week, I mean a month or two before they left their previous gig. So oh, shit. And, uh, and she's a diehard. So she, you know, Covino and Rich, um, I remember um, one of the first stories they ever told about me going back years ago. Covino said, this guy is a new listener. And he was like, it, he seems to be all about Covino and Rich. And he goes, he goes, I wonder, um, how this motherfucker found us because I went from them never hearing about me to every day on Twitter being like, go listen to Kavino and Rich, go listen to Kavino and Rich, you know? And yeah. so I'm curious as to how did she find her, you know, how did she find them 15 or 16 years into their career? You know? So that's one thing that I want to ask her. Um, but yeah, no, Crystal is a fucking homie and she's, she always interacts with us and breaks our balls. She's fucking funny. Well, let's share so. our story, bro. How'd you find Kavino and Rich? Oh, I fucking, um, people listening that have listened to it from the beginning are probably bored of my story, but, um, Nah, bro, tell it again. Okay. Well, I never forget. And you know what? Damn. I wonder if I, you know what? Hold on. Let, let me, since we're going to edit this shit anyway, 
Let me see if I could find the fucking um let me see. Watch. I think I have the fucking audio where Kavino and Rich talked about me talking about how I fucking um started listening. So give me just a second real quick. On this show, how the slightest thing could cause a butterfly effect, right? You take one or change one event and lives are affected. And I got some funny feedback from one of our listeners, Danielle Javier Feets. Indeed, but <laughs> Yeah, he does. He says, I'm listening to a replay from earlier this week, and I thought Rich was going way overboard with these little moments that are forever changed. Like you said, yeah. because of 9-11, if 9-11 never happened, we wouldn't know life today as we know it. If JFK was never shot, most of us wouldn't even be alive. I said 99.9% of us want to be alive because that sets off no, 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 a, a series everybody. of events. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> because that one event, that ma a major event will set a, a, a series of events and that... Think about everyone here today, the hundreds of millions of, of Americans, millions and millions of Canadians that are alive today are born under the exact set of circumstances that their parents created them and, and had sex at that exact moment of that exact day. And if you, if you take away a 9-11 or take away a presidential assassination or some major event, none of it would be the same. Right. So the butterfly effect is what we talked about. He goes, I call I it the turkey effect now. The turkey effect? Says, I thought Rich was going overboard, but now I thank Rich. Oh. I was thinking about how I stumbled upon your show, Cavino and Rich. It was nighttime, and I was watering the lawn to relax. Picture this guy, Daniel Javier Fitz. He fits in oh, time he is to water his lawn. Is he like, is he like, like one hey, of those? It's getting nighttime. Maybe I'll, you know, uh, water the lawn or something. Oh, see, I was picturing like an Italian guy on Long Island who goes out with his boxer briefs, oh, a, a, a wife beater. The dude, and he, the dude is from Yuma, Arizona. He went out there with his huge basketball shorts, slippers, and socks on, and a white beater, and his socks pulled up. Was, he manually, was, he, manually, was he manually watering his lawn, or was he doing that thing where you stand on your front step with your hands on your hips and make sure the sprinkler covers his Manually, of the this dude question. was leaning like a cholo doing his gangster water. You know what I mean? He was just watering his lawn. Daniel Javier Feats. All the homies, they know what I mean. Baby, let me show you how I lean. Like a cholo. I mean, I'm not sure he's Mexican, but he's from Yuma, Arizona. That's my guess. He says, I was watering my lawn to relax. Think it, that's how he relaxes, by the way. To me, that's called work. To him, relaxing. It's getting outside. Right. He says, I had Sirius on and already listened to Howard, so I was flipping around the channels. I heard Adrian Bailon and Julissa Bermudez being interviewed. It was the Empire Boy era when I was on the show Empire Girls with them on Style. So they came by to promote the show. Remember that? I stopped by. I stopped because I knew of Adrian Bailon. The rest is history. Since then, I made all my buds, Luis Madrid and my sister, Julissa Feets, diehard fans of CNR, all because I watered the fucking lawn. Danielle. Javier Feet. And because you were Empire Boy. And, and the only reason we had Adrian Bailon and Ju uh, Julissa on our show, let's be honest, is because you were friends with them. We wouldn't have had them on other than that. So but that ties back to the fact that you We had had them on before. But we would have had them on that time. Right. No, no, no. We've right. been like Ann now. But because you were part of the show, we were like, yeah, let's do this. So every little fucking thing. Ta da! Ta da! So that's my story. <laughs> I had Kavino and Rich tell it for me. Hell yeah, bro. That's dope. What about yours? I found him, bro. I used to I used to drive all the time, and uh, I was always in the car, so I had Sirius, and I got it for the comedy, 
You know what I mean? And then I was just flipping through it. And, you know, we check out the Playboy channel and fuck whatever else. They got all the sports channels. <laughs> you thought you were going to hear some titties? I thought I was going to hear moaning, bro, or something. I don't know what I fucking... Your Playboy channel. Let's go. Let's go. Top five. Serious XM channels. Oh, top five. Top five channels that turn me on. Let's go. Top five channels on Sirius. Coming at number five, we got the Playboy channel. You get some really nice tips on there. Oh, that's fucking funny. But coming right, in at bad. number one, we got Cavino and Rich. And so... They they were a Maxim radio at that time, and I just stumbled on it because it was Maxim. I'm like, okay, well, I've read the magazines and the Hot 100, and they got to have some girls and shit on here, right? Let's see what the fuck they're talking about. And I ended up liking the whole channel. So um, I liked – like I said, I think it was uh, – DeVore and Diana was on there. That was a jam. And then they had Stretch in the Morning, and he was a little different and corny, but uh, he was on there. And then they had you know Covino Rich, and I just remember that I like Covino Rich the best – and when they when they cut the channel, Cavino and Rich were the only ones that survived. And so I was like, well, good. At least these dumbass company knows what they're doing. I mean, if, if you're going to get rid of the Maxim channel, which I disagreed with at the time because I liked the other acts as well. But at least you kept Cavino and Rich. And so I've just been ever since, man. I was about 2006. You know what? Actually, that I'm fucking I'm glad that we're actually having this conversation because I forgot to mention on episode number 75 that was my ninth anniversary of me listening to Kavino and Rich. So last weekend marked nine years. And the reason why I know that is because that's when Julissa Bermudez and um, Adrian Bailan were on Kavino and Rich. Was May 20, like, fucking 9th or some shit. Um, oh, shit. 2000, like, 15 or... No, not 15. That's when I met them. Like, 2012. Yeah. So May 20-something, 2012 is when they had them on. So um, that's how I know. That's an easy mark for me, you know? Um, so yeah, fucking nine years I've been listening. And when I listened, I think they might have been on Stars 2, if I'm not mistaken. So you fucking listened since the Maxim days. Yeah, and, 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 and I like and like I said, I was a fan of the Maxim channel. Like I liked Devore and Diana and Stretch too. And then I remember I think I followed him on like Stretch on Facebook for a while after that. And I knew he did some other jobs or whatnot. And he was on like local LA radio, but but not Cavino and Rich. They're the only ones that survived and, and, and none of the other radio shows um you know, when Cavino and Rich say they're the most interactive show on radio, they ain't fucking joking. And I think like right now they're super like they're probably at the height of the interaction, but they were interactive back there, back then. Um, Covino did have the fastest finger in the East, but they would still take your call. He didn't like what you were saying. You were getting the fucking hook like the Showtime at the Apollo. You yeah. know, he was going to fucking yank your ass quicker than shit. But come all out that the room and sweep you off. Yeah, he had just, but you know what all that did? And, and, and Covino got me a couple of times, bro. I'm not going to bullshit you. In the earlier days, there were a couple of times where he, fuck, I didn't even finish sentences and that finger was acting up already. But, uh, but it also made you think about the next time you were going to call in. It made you choose. I think that's where, where for me, that where the connection started. I knew that if you did Covino groomed you? I think so. Bro. Well, he groomed my, the way I interact with that show. Because, like I said, in the early days, if you came with some corny ass cornball shit, or if you didn't agree with them back in the day, but but mostly if you came corny, he wasn't even letting you finish your sentence. So it did, but it didn't upset you. It just made me like say, okay, <clears throat> okay, 
they talk a lot about a lot of shit that I agree and don't, don't agree with. So let me just pick my passion a little better. Like when something really feels like I got to chime in, cool. Let's just not chime in because 20 things they talk about a day all sound cool and you can relate. Let's uh-huh. wait until it's, it's a heated topic where you feel like you have to. And you know they're going to give you the platform to do so. You yeah. know, but it made me calculate my, um, you know, my opinion, not really calculate my opinions, but it definitely made me think out what I wanted to say, say it back to myself. Is it a good point? Because I didn't want to get, I didn't want to get dismissed, bro. I didn't want Cavino's finger to fucking give me the fucking, give yeah. me the fucking delete. No, you know what I had? I mean, there's, a, I've only probably in the whole nine years I've listened, called in less than five times. But um, you you know what? You make a good point, though. You know that when you call in, is this something I'm passionate about? Is this something I'm passionate enough about to make a point or disagree with them or whatever? Because you have there are people that haven't got the memo that they shouldn't be calling in because they just call in with like a stupid fucking comment or yeah, not really. Hey, hey I, I agree with with Rich. And that's all they have to say. You're like, well, fucking elaborate, motherfucker. Like, don't even say I agree with Rich. Just get on there and start making your point, you know. And and I think, like like I was joking about Covino grooming you, you know, I, I think that just listening to callers and shit, I think that I kind of learned that as well because I was like, oh, these people are – they're, they're going to let you on. They're not going to um, – like be dicks about it they'll let you on but fucking hey come on hurry up make your point fucking be funny have something good to say or or we're gonna fucking move on you know what i'm saying right they're gonna Uh. move on but i think this though i think too though like it also you know you said grooming but but at the same time what it did is it gave me such a connection and an appreciation for that show that I didn't want to let all the other listeners that you know are out there that they talk about and that you've heard call in. If you're diehard and you listen all the time, you know the the, the Marlin Five O's and the Jason and Tampa's and you know fucking Doug from I Love Roadhead and and you know Black Eye. I mean you you know the nervous. Well, where's Nervous Matt? We'll get into that later. I miss Nervous Matt, bro. Remember when they used to play the piano? I think he I think he still calls in sometimes. Um, if I'm not mistaken there's been like maybe twice in the last like six months but he's always in his office you know oh, okay he's always you, and he, he's, he's really, really he's really quiet and he's like hey Kavino and um yeah yeah because he doesn't want to be too loud i don't know if he fucking is like a cubicle not necessarily an office i don't know well but but, but you know what i'm getting at is, is that i feel an obligation to not only Kavino or rich but to the rest of the listeners to not call and waste the show on some cornball ball stupid shit. Yeah. Like you have the ability, if you have a great opinion and you're good at articulating that to provide a better listening experience for all of us, mm-hmm. or we can all just say, what a dumbass, right? Yeah. But don't fuck up the show. Like don't interrupt the show with some stupid shit. If you're going to call in, have a good point, be interactive, be engaging, sell that point, And then we appreciate as listeners, because I don't want the listeners to listen to me calling with dumb shit. Dog, I fucking, I know you didn't hear it. I'm, I'm like 90% sure you didn't hear it, but I got to find a clip. You know what? I wonder if I have it. Um, um, there's There was one time that I called in. Do you remember me calling in? You may not. I, I really doubt you do. But do you remember me calling in and getting rich with the fucking, um, with the D's Nuts joke? No. I, I got fucking... Um, let me see. Jake was there at the time. So this was like a couple of years ago. 
And you know what, bro? You and Luis must have been riding together for many moons, bro. Because if they're if they're bringing up Luis on the, uh, that's what I thought was fucking funny as fuck right that's now. That's cool as shit. I thought that was funny as fuck, cause dog, cause I fucking I'm always like talking about him and making my stupid comments and shit, and he was on last week, and dog that fucking call or, or that shit that they read was from more than six years ago, because I met I met them six years ago and Luis met them six years ago, um, July third, twenty fifteen is when I met them, and um, and it's funny as fuck. Um, that more than six years ago, I, I guess you, it kind of goes to show you like, you know, where Covino says, no matter how much time passes, he'll listen to an old show. And 90% of the time he agrees with himself. That that's kind of where I'm like, dog, here we are. Not, fucking, hey, 90% of the time I agree with them too. It's funny as fuck because you listen now and you're like, oh fuck. Like that was so long ago. And I was still talking about the same shit. Talk, you know, the same homies, you know, um, it's fucking funny. I, I can't find it, but there was um there was a time I called in and I had asked Rich if he was if he I was like, Rich, I know you don't practice it anymore. I was like, but did you grow up Catholic or Jewish? And he said, Catholic. And I said, You could Catholic these nuts, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Doug, you know Covino when he Oh made it all fucking like he got you, you got got, rich got got, you know. And oh, that's fucking it was, great. It was fucking it was fucking funny. And see, my point is like if I'm gonna call in, I'm gonna do something like that, or I'm gonna have a good point. And that's why, Doug, like like we we do this whole show to give our opinions, right? But something even, you know, if we didn't have this show, um, I would be bullshitting like this with my homies because I have a lot of friends that listen, right? But yeah. If it's something enough for me to fucking want to call in, then um, that's a whole nother level of passion, you know. So for sure. But then, and but then when you when you when you do call in and there is that passion, it makes for dope ass radio. Then it we're like, oh shit, you know, like <clears throat> I'm gonna say that's the homie calling in, anyways. But I'm not gonna mention any names. But they're out there. And I know there's Covino Rich listeners that we all cringe as soon as fucking they're gonna take their call. And yeah. I never, never, ever, ever, ever want to be that dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like it. You know when they're excited to talk to someone, they're like, "What's up, El Kukui? Or you yeah. know, like you can mm-hmm. tell it in their voice. I don't want to be that dude that that <clears throat> just never has nothing to say. Or I, I, I don't know, man. I just I want to make the, the experience. If I do call in, I don't want to take away from the show. You know who I fucking um who I, I appreciate more than anybody. And it's just because I, I don't know, maybe it's cause I'm like self-centered and I want my opinion to be heard. That's why like I have this show, right? That's why we fucking do this show. So we could, we, 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 we have so much opinion on Covino and Rich. We, it's just overflowing and we need an outlet, right? The people that I respect the most, because I don't know how the fuck they do it are the Luises of the world are the fucking, Jen in Tampa that we've never heard of like but listen every day because Doug like Luis listens like we do all the time all the behind the velvet ropes all the everything this motherfucker has maybe texted in like once or twice never called in and for somebody to be able to you know because I'm like I do that with other shows that I listen to like fighter and the kid fucking Rogan whatever yeah I listen to it I enjoy it I don't have to chime in but right. being that Kavino and Rich give you the avenue and they allow you to, 
I couldn't sit there and just shut my mouth. I have to like every day I'm texting them. I'm on the in show thread. I'm fucking, you know, I'm I'm like, like, I'm I'm like, I want to be heard. Like I fucking, you know, my opinion means something like, cause I know fucking rich is wrong or I know Covino's right. Or I know spots right. Or I know whatever, you know, I'm like, I, I just feel a need to chime in being that they're so interactive, you know? And the people that never have interacted, I don't know how the fuck you do it because maybe I'm just too fucking loud and I'm just a fucking obnoxious, you know? What what about the ones, bro? So, so since we're on the topic, it brings up something that me and you have talked about in the past. I don't know if we've shared it on the show or not, but what about the ones that are texting them while they're doing the show that have their personal numbers that are texting them while they're doing the show? What do you feel about that, bro? Are they, are you, I mean, we won't have to say any names, <clears throat> Mouser. But I think there's a yeah. couple of people out there that actually chime into their personal phone while they're doing the show. And I could be wrong. And if Kavino or Rich are listening and, and they feel the need to, to correct me, hey, go for it. I think – no, I think we talked about this a week or two ago. Um, but I, what I'd never forget is actually I have Vic in Toronto right here because there was a story I wanted to tell about him. But um, Vic in Toronto actually when I was like – isn't it kind of weird that Mauser will text them directly? Like, and um, Vic in Toronto hit me up and was like, it's not that uncommon, you know, like people have their numbers. And I'm like, I do too, motherfucker. You're not special. You know, no, like, but, che- but, and, but check, like, check it out though, bro. Check it out. When I was in the grocery business, um, I was number two in the grocery store. I had a lot of buddies that, that were, that they ran the store and we could all use our phones if we needed to. Right. But again, who the fuck do you think you are? To text or call somebody when they're at work, if it's not like an urgent issue or like maybe you guys are going out of town tomorrow together and you're like, hey, what should I bring? Or, But bro, like you're that arrogant. Forget that you're calling a public and a national radio show. You're doing it while they're at work. And, yeah. and, and you're almost like if you think about it, motherfucker, you're almost cutting the line, right? Like you're, you're, you're cheating, you're not playing mm-hmm. by the rules, whether you have that relationship yeah. or not. Like, would they not recognize your 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 username on the fucking Twitch chat? Would they not see you in the Patreon? Like, why do you feel the need to cut the line? And and also, does are you so entitled or feel entitled that not only do you feel we just talked about it like you can't just chime in unless it's personal you know the issue hits home like there should be a code so what code do they have that says you know i'm just going to text him directly while he's on the job you know what i i mentioned um i either mentioned this on a previous show um which was maybe two shows ago um or i dreamt it and fucking you know i'll have funky monkey tell me if we've talked about it before but the one thing that the reason why I feel like, like not the reason, but one of the reasons why I like to text their general number or I like to um, like be on the in-show thread or whatever is because if they do read something I say, like like a couple of weeks ago, I um it was kind of just a passing comment that I made where they put up a picture of Covino like right after Melody was born, right? And I go, oh, I go, is that I had put in the the chat or something? I was like, is that why they is that where Puff Daddy got his name from? I go, because after he became a daddy, he got puffy. And uh, (laughs) Covino ran with that shit for like three weeks. He would mention it like once a show. And I was like, I always thought I thought it was fucking funny to me. That wasn't because I texted Covino. I mean, I could have easily texted him. Hey, Covino, 
do you think that's where Puff Daddy got his name? Blah, blah. You know, with the same shit. But to me, it means more if my comments stood out from the quote unquote competition, you know, our peers, because we're not better listeners than anybody else. Right. That that's the thing too. Like mm-hmm. we, we are one of the, we're, 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 like I said, I know I was bagging on the name Carl's, but we are the Carl's right. We are Covino rich listeners. We're part mm-hmm. of the group. I'm no better than Mike Durbin or Mark in Colorado. Right. My opinion doesn't matter any more than they do. Um, <clears throat> I like the connections I have with the guys, but at the same time, I mean, you can't get your head so big that you're more important than the next listener. So, you know, I don't know. Matter of fact, I, I messaged Cavino today and told him I still had my old school um, dad bro shirt back when yeah. they had the dude bro. And they, I still yeah. got my dad bro shirt. But never would I text him during a show to try to uh, cut the line and get my point read. If if he's paying attention at the time my message goes through on the chat board and happens to read it and says El Kakui's chiming in, great. If not, it wasn't meant to be, bro. You know what? You know what I think? I, I kind of think um, the way I – I kind of separate it. Like, like yeah, I have, it should like, be separate. I have like Cavino Rich and Spot, my friends outside of fucking the show, and then I have Cavino and Rich and Spot the list the the show that I listen to. You know, so if I'm texting Cavino about something like, hey, um, check this out, or fucking, I saw this was um, this shit was fucking funny. Check this out, or whatever, or um, hey, I edited this video like the other day. Um, they were Covino was talking about the Mike Tyson video that I edited for them. Right. Um, and so if it's I know, something I heard like that. that, if it's something like that, then fucking yeah, whatever to me, that's me like texting my buddy Covino about this and that. If it's on the show, it's cool. Now I'm interacting with the show. I'm texting Covino, the radio guy. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know what? You, you also have a cool story because you know, I'm going to use an example we just did right here on our show. Husky Nipple didn't know we were going to talk about him today. He didn't pay for promotion, right? We just thought it was cool. We thought the, the profile was cool. He's a cool cat. He's a good dude. We ran with it and had a conversation, and it's genuine. You know what I'm saying? I don't want them saying something about me because I'm bugging the shit out of them. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Do some yeah. cool shit that, that they and appreciate, and then they bring it up because they think it's cool too. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Speaking of of interacting – um. I want to talk about Spot and his fucking Harry Potter glasses. Oh, bro. He's got to grow up. He's almost 40. <laughs> he needs to have kids so he can live that shit through his kids, bro. He is, he's no, too no, old. He is 40. He's too much of a grown man where you got less roadway of life in front of you than behind you to be still fucking, you know, spazzing out over a fucking kids movie. Doc, it, fuck it, it cracks fucking me up. Fucking wizards and warlocks, bro. Put the wizard fucking spell fucking wand down, bro, and fucking be kind of, come on, Spot. I just, I just have a question, okay? Let's take away the wizards and wands and the Dumbledorfs and all that shit, fucking. Okay, what, what do you think of him with the glasses from a perspective of not knowing that they're from Harry Potter. Do you think he looked cool in them, or do you think he looked kind of goofy? I think for the purpose of recording for the Cavino Rich show, he looked like a fucking goon. <laughs> but I think he looked goofy as shit. However, I think that in the right setting with with because all he did was throw the glasses on. Now I think if he had the right outfit to go with them and he cleaned up a little bit, that he could look like little respectable i mean it could i think that i think they could have 
depending on you're like is he is he sophisticated is he a hipster i'm not sure what angle i i agree and in the proper setting it could be you know it could be something kind of cool a little different but i just thought if he was gonna wear those like everyday glasses he'd look like a fucking dork and i told um i texted again their general number and (laughs) i I said, Rich, 412, the letter C in our show, 412, the letter C in our show. I texted them and I said, Rich, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I think I said spot looks fucking lame. Right. And then spot, I guess spot got um, he read it and he got a little feather up his butt and he texted me back. Um, (laughs) He said, "Um, has anybody ever told you you look like a penis wearing a hat? (laughs) Oh yeah, I think you did tell me that. <laughs> oh, that's so, fucking great. So it fucking that and see, Doug, that's funny to me to where I could have easily texted Spot directly. Hey, Spot, you look like a fucking dork. What are you thinking, right? To me, it meant more that Spot was triggered by that to where he turned around and told me it gave he gave some thought about it. You look like a penis. With the hat, because you go, okay, I'm always wearing a hat in the show. I look like it made me laugh because he right. went out of his way to text me back and make a comment that was accurate. You know what I'm saying? That's why it made me fucking laugh. Oh, but, that's fucking great. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to know what you thought about the glasses because I thought he looked like a fucking dork. I, I um, think that in some of Spot's pictures, he cleans up really well. So I think bottom line, if if he had on the right attire. Tire, um, you know, and he put those things on. It could probably make him look a little more respectable. But a lot of times during the show, um, admittedly, he, he hasn't even showered and he just rolled out of bed because he's lazy and he gets to do the show from his living room. And I think so when he's just tank top spot and fucking, you know, he's looking kind of fucking not well kept. Yeah, he looks like a goomburger. But you know, I'm sure he could clean up nice, put them on, and 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 look respectable. Yeah. No. Um. There was. I. I know you. You said you had a couple more things. Um, what else do you have? Because I'm looking at shit right here. I'm going to run through them quick then. What about right. when uh, Rich, Rich's joke fell flat when the coffee lady said uh, that, that she pulled it out too fast oh. and he responded? What do you think? That's what she said? Okay. The one, the one thing I, I did have that I also had that on my notes. The reason why I have that on my notes is because that's what she said. Rich insisted um that he was quoting you know the office oh it's an office joke the office the office doug am i fucking crazy or have we been making that joke since the fucking like 80s that's what she well, yeah said. and 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 not only that you can't yes we've been saying that shit for a long time the answer is absolutely yes but how stupid that sounds would be like trying to blame welvin the great because you gave someone a d's nuts joke Hmm. Right, like I, I, you just—it is what it is. This, if you say some stupid corny shit and it falls flat, like Cavino's jokes with Derek Poundstone, yeah, just fucking own up to it, bro. And like when I had fucking Hogzilla, that was yeah, terrible. Bro, yeah, it, we fell flat, but we own it, bro. It happens. You can't, you can't fucking, you know, be on point every time. So no, yeah. bro. It was especially with a young girl. He looks like forty year old virgin right now, bro. Steve Carell and and fucking. I just, I mean, I don't know. I can't. I can't even. I know 
a couple of years back, I said some shit with my chick at the fucking supermarket, and the lady said something, and when I said, I forgot what it was, I'll ask my chick, and fucking maybe next show I'll share, but it was something corny like that, yeah. and the lady just fucking cracked a weird smile, and fucking that was it, it kind of fell flat too, but that's when you just move on, bro, and you just, you get past it, and it is what it is. I'm just curious, is, I, I'm like, I wish we could get that barista on the fucking show, because I want to know if if she took it as oh lame dad joke or if she took it <laughs> you know or if she took it as oh handsome older dude being funny or if she took it as l oh, that guy's old and he's a pervert you know I, I, there's or or maybe she thought he was a handsome dude with a hot wife who wasn't giving it up and maybe he was trying to stray Wait, there there's a million possibilities and, yep. But see, and the reason why I think there's so many scenarios in that is because it is a sexual joke. You know, if it would have been just like a dad joke that fell flat, that's one thing. But when he's like, that's what she said, because she said, oh, I didn't pull it out in time or or whatever the fuck it was like. So it was it was kind of sexual. It was a little a little um, risque or whatever you want to say. But if. You know, to me, I'm just like, ooh, I don't know if I would have made... I mean, of course, know your creep factor. Of course, I'm way more creepy than fucking Rich, right? Because Rich is like, <laughs> some white dude, right? And I'm fucking, you know, he No, yeah, you know? but you can't let the white disguise fool you. He's a creepy bastard. He, he just... <laughs> he's creepy, bro. Remember, he's this is also coming from the dude that says every time he walks by and his lady's reading a book, he kind of smacks her with it or rubs it on her. Remember? He used to say that shit all the time. You can't walk by and not, like, touch her, make it touch her or smack her with it or rub it on her. Remember when he used to was say he that shit? That, no, was he the one that said that he would, like, drop his fucking wiener in, like, a, the book? I think that was a similar yeah, story. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like, she would be reading. He would just, like, put it in the book, like, like, on top of it, like, hey, do something with it, won't you, or some shit. And so I, I'm a horny motherfucker myself, bro, but I don't do that. So he's like next level, like le he's a level up, bro. Rich Davis is a level up on even my ass. And uh, I think he's a level up on a lot of shit when it comes to like, to a lot of shit, a lot of shit. I'll just leave it at that, to a lot of shit, you know? I, I think when they stick a pinky in his butt for his 40 year fucking uh, checkup, he's a ooh. Oh, man, what was another one you had? Um, What about fucking... Um, Fucking uh, Jordan and, and LASIK surgery, bro. Have you? Do you need glasses? And, and what's your opinion on the LASIK? I know that uh, you know they, they were talking about it and in the, the the pros and the cons. And Rich said he still wore contacts. And when he said that, I was like, dude, if you're that bothered by glasses or whatever happened to you when you were little, still, you know, obviously is like PTSD and you still just refuse. Why not just? Rich should get it. But I know that the question was about Jordan. Uh, what do you think with LASIK surgery and? You know, and and I and before we get into it, I I kind of agree with Cavino. I think glasses on a chick can be cute, um, you know, but I think maybe uh, maybe that's in like a role play situation. <laughs> you know what? I'll 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 be honest. Okay, this is this is this is what glasses on a chick are to me. If she's fucking hot and she puts on glasses, I'm like, oh damn, those glasses make her fucking hot, make her hotter, right? And then <laughs> if there's like a frumpy chick who is like not like not a baddie and she puts on glasses. I'm not like, Oh, now she has on glasses. Now she's fucking bad. I just feel like it's like, eh, she's got glasses. It's not a bad thing. It's not like a negative thing, but I feel like it's like, Oh, she's got glasses. Okay. And, but for some reason, like, I feel like if a chick like 
that doesn't typically wear glasses like puts them on and she's fucking hot and then you're just like oh fuck she took it up a notch i don't know why it's not like it does that for an average chick that puts the glasses on i'm not like oh fuck now she's glasses chick bad no but for some reason if it's a fucking hot chick and she puts on the glasses. I'm like, fuck, she's hotter. Like, <laughs> to me, it makes them fucking hotter. And when it goes to the LASIK shit, I fucking, I have terrible vision. And I do want to get LASIK. I just haven't. You know, it's not just, it's just not like I'm against it or opposed to it. Rich, see, that's one thing where it kind of trips me out is that Rich said, oh, I'm a good candidate for it. But I, I'm not going to or whatever because he has like his daily disposable contacts. To me, I'm just kind of like, fuck, like right now I've just been lagging it because I've been lagging it. But it's not because I don't want to. Rich sounds like he doesn't want to, you know, because right. he, he thinks about the risk factors and shit, you know, which, which, which doesn't make sense. I no, don't No, I understand because years ago. Um, this was probably like 10 years ago. Me and Johnny were having a conversation because we both have terrible vision and right. we were, and like 10, maybe no, it probably wasn't even 10 years ago. We were in high school probably. So it was probably closer to 20 years ago. And I was a little hesitant and I was like, you know, I asked him, I was like, Johnny, I was like, what happens if, if you go blind? And he was like, well, I'm going to be one rich ass fucking blind motherfucker. Cause I'm going to fucking sue the fuck. you right. Do one eye at a time. No, and see, for me, that was going back 15, 20 years. Now, I feel like the technology has caught up enough to where I could go fucking anywhere and get it, and it'll be dope, you know? Yeah, I, I, here's the thing, bro. Back to the hot chase with glasses, since I'm a recovered assaholic, I can go ahead and say this. Obviously, they start off many videos on RedTube with uh, glasses on for a reason. So, yes, they absolutely could look great on a chick, um, guaranteed. With that being said... Uh, I had LASIK surgery and I had it 22 years ago. And when I, I think I was 20 over 200 or something in one of my eyes and I was like 20 over a hundred in another eye and my shit was bad. And it was one of the first major purchases I made as, as an adult. Um, it cost 2,100 bucks an eye and it was 4,200 bucks back then. They let me make payments, but here's the thing, bro. We got five senses. You got smell, you got taste, you got sight you got touch and i don't even know what the last one is because i'm chiefed but hearing. hearing bro you for four g's you wouldn't perfect one of those senses like what if you could hear fucking an extra hundred feet you wouldn't pay four g's to be able to hear fucking down the street i would no and you know what actually what comes what what one of the things i think back in the day for me was i don't think and i could be wrong if you're an optometrist go ahead and fucking call me out i don't give a fuck but if I'm not mistaken, I have a bad astigmatism in either one of my eyes and both of my I eyes. I have one right? in my right one. And and going back, I want to say it wasn't as like common for them to do it on people with an astigmatism. And going back 15, 20 years, now, Doug, I feel like you could have you could be fucking practically blind and they can bring your vision back to health and shit with the technology they have nowadays, you know? Bro, bro, the technology fixed Spot's toe. It used to shoot lasers, and they fixed it. <laughs> you think they can't get you 20-20 vision? Yeah. I'm just saying. So the process is like this. It takes about an hour total, and most of that is prep time. You go in there. They got these fucking drops. They're like Visine. They don't burn. They don't have a scent. They put a couple in each eye, bro, and you can't feel shit. The only thing that 
people might not like is they do clamp your eye open because obviously the fucking laser can't get your lid or no shit like that. And they go in there and you got this protective little flap, like glossy flap that covers the actual eyeball. They cut it, they fold it back. But as hardcore as that sounds, you can't feel a thing, bro. You can't feel shit. But you can't feel nothing. And then yeah. you stare you stare at the laser, bro. There's a red dot, and they tell you to stare at the red dot. It takes about 30, 45 seconds to eye. They just brush the fucking flat back down. <clears throat> just like biting your tongue, it clears up in a couple of days. That shit heals quicker than shit. They send you home with another bottle, which is medicine, to make sure the eye doesn't get infected. You sleep with fucking bug goggles for about a week so you don't rub them while you're asleep. <clears throat> your your vision is sensitive to light for like the first day or two. Other than that, bro, it's it. I was back at work the next day. Yeah. Yeah, that just, I, just hearing about that, about cutting the eye flap and all that shit, it's a little, it's fucking gnarly. 365 days in a year, right? Rich has probably been putting those contacts in for what, 20 years. How long until one goes to the back of his eye? What's yeah. the risk? What What's more risky? A fucking professional that probably does 5,000 of those a year, you know what I'm saying? Or 1,000 a year, maybe they do two or three a day, I don't fucking know. But whatever, someone that's done that... 5,000 times that have mastered their craft or rich putting in contacts every, and not only that, my thing was too, was like, what about the time that you're tired at night and, and you lost your contacts and now you have to drive or you're in a situation where, you know, you need your vision, bro. There's no more being caught with your pants down, even though I know rich likes that. Um, but at least that way you're always prepared for what do yeah. four G's. He yeah, just made a no. hundred thousand. Hey, bro, you just made a hundred thousand. Oh, well, it wasn't for rich, but you did. You made a hundred grand on your house, rich. Go spend fucking four grand. Get your eyes fixed. I'm just saying, bro. Yeah, no, it, it's something that, um, <laughs> you know, it's something that I was all for and, and thinking like, damn, like that'd be dope. And then when you mentioned the, um, pulling your eye forward and shit, now I'm getting a little queasy thinking about it. I'm just like, fuck. That sounds well, and do, the, and do the math, bro. How much did those contacts cost? How long has he been wearing them? I paid four grand in 1999. Okay, Man. has he spent has he spent more than four grand since 1999 on his little cute contacts and glasses? Think about it. He's not only he's not only getting the fucking contacts. He's getting the glasses. He's yeah, your insurance might cover like an eye exam every year or some shit. But there's there's plenty of money not only in the contacts, you know. And well, what about your time that you're buying? And the, the, yeah, yeah, and, and everything. everything. You know, think about it like this. And, and he's not just getting the contacts and the glasses. He's got his uh, Chris Sabo goggles too, bro. His his goggles, bro. His Michael Phelps. But mm -hmm. uh, anyways, but no, what about the time? Like you just said, I haven't been to the eye doctor but one time in the last 22 years. And I went in like 2016 to the LASIK doctor just to make sure I didn't need a touch-up. And yeah. I didn't. So I'd be fucked. How many times have I not had to go to the fucking eye doctor since 1999? Yeah. Yeah, that's... um. Definitely. I mean, it's something that I mean, I do every fucking year and I have done since I was like fucking 13, you know, and, Bro, and I go like, to the sunglass hut more than the fucking eye doctor. Yeah. You know, um, it, you know what? I, I might have to look into my insurance and see if fucking if it covers LASIK, if it does, if it doesn't, whatever. And then um, then in a couple of years, once I get it done, I'll be like, Kavino, I'll be going getting my eye exam just for them, me, them to tell me that my shit's perfect. And then I get a free pair of sunglasses, you know? 
ANC, and that, and that ties into fucking one of the other stories we've, we've told onto this show. Rich is so traumatized um, from bad vision as a kid. He refuses to wear glasses as an adult. And he, man, he was almost trying to make Emmy fucking avoid it. And just, you could tell he's still bothered. Me, I'm bothered by fucking having to memorize the letters at the DMV because I don't want them to put he needs glasses on his driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, um, I'm going to go back to King of Queens, which I reference probably once every show, but there's, um, Carrie Leah Remini needs glasses and she says she gets mad and she's like there's not a whole lot of little eye charts on the side of the road <laughs> right right bro that's the truth that's true shit it's fucking funny it's fucking stupid um Doug but I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna have to wrap it up I have um somebody calling me there's something I have to do that's important um so um, I'm just going to wrap it up and fucking I'm going to say Trojans. Magnum. So fucking, yeah. All right. Oh, well, excuse me, motherfucker. Um, but that gold pack Cavino knows. But <laughs> I just know about the gold toes. So the gold toe shoes. Damn, that's another thing I wanted to get into. But fucking. What's that? Bro? What is it? Just uh, be quick. Quick I, I like DJ. What about fucking what, what's your opinion on fucking getting the um, sharing your Cheetos with the world? Ah. You mean nasty feet in public? Not even nasty. Okay. What happened was Cavino and Rich um, had a discussion on their free Twitch Friday that there was some dude that posted a picture of him like, I don't know, doing something or whatever. But it was like, maybe it was like his, like, you know how like chicks take the picture of like their knees when they're at the ocean or some shit, right? And it's yeah. like, I don't know if they're hot dogs or legs. Well, I guess some some dude did one of those and... um showed his like feet or whatever and Covino was like what like why like as a dude like don't put your fucking feet on the internet like and then rich was like whoa you're in southern california you should wear flip-flops and all this shit okay Covino goes that's not the argument what i'm saying is you're putting them on the fucking internet for the world to see and Covino, rich was like well he he's got nice feet um who cares and then Covino was like regardless who gives a fuck if he's got nice feet or his feet are busted like nobody needs to see your fucking man feet. Just put your man feet away, you know. And um, and when it comes to like, he was saying there's a difference between wearing flip flops and shit, and then um, putting it on the internet for the world to see, you know. Right. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Hundred percent. I'm not a big flip flop guy. I mean, I don't know, bro. I'm not. I probably don't got the prettiest damn feet either. You know what I mean? And there's a reason. I mean, when you're in Hawaii or you're on vacation, you gotta do it because that's just kind of the vibe. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I'm not gonna go to the Crovino Rich Studio. I didn't show up at you know on a. Um, what is it? Commercial Boulevard or wherever the serious studio was in L.A. and flip flops. I'll tell you that much. Mm. You know, no, I, no, I wear I, and I wear and slides, honestly, bro. Flip-flops rub your that. toes, too. Like, I, I don't like how that. it rubs my shit, dude. I, I wear slides, bro. Slides are a little different, too, because if you got nasty feet, it's covering, like, half of that motherfucker. No, and for me, I, I dig the slides. To me, I, there's just something about slides to me that are, like, a little more manly. <laughs> no, for I don't sure. Know, it doesn't make sense, but for me, putting a flip-flop on, like... You know, having something go between my toes just makes me feel like a woman. Like I'm I don't know, like it's like it's a thong or something, bro. It's like what chicks wear. You know what I mean? Like, That's what it feels like on my toe, bro. It's like get this thong out between my like, big toe. I, I, yeah, I just don't, I don't know, dog. Fucking it makes me feel some type of way when I got it. Like oh, like 
I don't, and maybe it's because chicks wear flip flops all the time. And I'm like, if chicks wore slides all the time, maybe I'd feel more comfortable in like a flip flop. But, but I, to me, it just it's it's it feels weird, you know. I'm like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question, bro. Personal question. Cavino said that he had a vision of you watering the lawn, bro. Were you in slides? Probably. I was probably honestly wearing um sneakers and fucking large basketball shorts. An old T-shirt with the sleeves cut off. <laughs> okay, then I, I got another question. Have you ever took a a big ass long roll of fucking plastic and made a water slide in the front yard with a hose? Uh, pro maybe a tarp. And, yeah. Um, but as a kid, dog, slip and slide was our shit. Slip and slide over here in Arizona, Arizona, dog. That was the shit. You ever have someone with a big ass front yard and you connect two? No. Yeah, that bro. Sounds it was still cheap. Bad. That sounds badass. Fucking connect those two and fucking, uh, you know what I mean? And fucking boom, you hit the run and shit. But hey, back back to our flip flops though, since it's one of our last things we're talking about um, before we uh, close out our show. Um, mm -hmm. And thanks again for everyone tuning in. We love you guys. Fuck, call in, interactive, talk shit, um, do what you got to do. We're here. But back to, I, I got to bring something up, man. And it's something that that's not sitting well with me because. I feel kind of defeated. So with the help of the show and hopefully the few million listeners we got out there. A few million. million. Okay. Yeah. And, and I don't know where Covino right Rich, I, you know, space station, bro. You got to, you, you get every, for every one listener we have on the space station, bro, it counts as a million because uh, they're so far away. But remember when Covino and Rich, bro, and I don't know where they stand on this, but they had the war on fucking Crocs. And it almost seems like it's not an active war, bro. I don't, I don't hear them fighting the war as much as, as I once did. And I was a soldier, bro. I was enlisted. I was right there on the front line with them fighting that war on Crocs, bro. What, what, what do you feel about Crocs? And if you agree, can we fight the war on Crocs on this show? Can we pick up and fight that war? The, I, you know, I think Crocs are like some of the ugliest fucking shoes I've ever fucking seen. And if I'm not mistaken, you fucking you don't wear them with like socks, right? So no, they so they they have holes in them, but I feel like your feet still don't breathe enough in them. I just feel like you're wearing a plastic shoe that's gonna make your fucking feet smell like shit. I think they're fucking disgusting. I don't, I don't, I don't. I know like some nurses and shit wear them, like whatever. But but for like the everyday dude, dog, to me, it's almost worse than fucking. It actually, no, not almost. I'm in Arizona, so it's worse than flip-flops, you know? Yes, it like, is. Absolutely. And that's another one where you shouldn't be putting, as a dude, you shouldn't be putting your fucking Cheetos on the fucking internet, and you shouldn't be putting a picture of you in Crocs on the internet either. I agree 100%. Let's fucking, let's fucking keep this shit going as far as getting rid of them, because they're fucking terrible. I do have a confession, bro. I, I have wore Crocs one time, oh. and I'm ashamed, I'm, I'm ashamed, bro. I'm ashamed, but I kind of had to do it. Um, me and Tip Dog, shout out Tip Dog because his birthday is on the 10th. We uh, we went to the island of Kauai, and they had um, they had this adventure we went on, bro. And we went to the top of this mountain, and they whatever they used to do sh grow sugar, and they carved tunnels through the fucking mountain, and they would float it down on this fucking like little canal, man-made canal. And uh, we said, "Fuck it, man, let's get all chiefed out and fucking go float down the fucking canal in Hawaii. Let's check it out." So, mm -hmm. but part of the gear was is they rented fucking Crocs. 
And uh, it was part of like the dress code almost for the fucking trip. My yeah, penis shrunk. Hey, bro, I don't even know if my shit was poking out, bro. I think my penis fucking did a. It looked like an innie instead of a big ass fucking long Audi, bro. <laughs> a big ass long Audi. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like an innie. I looked down, had to make sure it was there after I took him off and he came back. Uh, but fuck, dude, I felt so fucking corny wearing that shit. No, but you know what, though? If, it, if it's part of the fucking. It's part of the the you know quote unquote uniform. It's part of you know you know when in Rome. That's why I you know. Yeah, well, but, but cut be a, be a man, bro. Cut your feet. But but yeah, man. I just um I need to wrap this shit up again. Fucking you say magnums. Excuse me, motherfucker. And uh, we'll, we'll throw a fucking a bow on this shit. And episode number seventy seven is next, dog. Right there. Oh yeah. Speaking of Luis, even though we fucking talked about him the whole fucking time episode number 83 he will be joining you and i for a full episode so all right all, all the, the opinions, opinions out there episode episode number 83 dog it's gonna be dope so right here episode number 76 dog just tell me when we we need to bring brace we need to bring baseline trey in and we'll fucking we'll wrap this shit up bring us home baseline trey play that shit on the road to the riches because it's all about the peace now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey let the music ease your soul grab a spliff and start burning uh relax with us and take a trip to the heavens and come and spend a day in the 757 uh.